Hi, this is Dr. Kimberly Leonard. You're listening to Incredible Life Creator Podcast. My guest today is Nicole Mixdorf. Nicole Mixdorf is the Chief Wellness Officer of Balance by Nature and was recently awarded as the Most Influential Woman in Corporate Wellness Services USA 2020 by Acquisition International Magazine as part of their 2020 Global Excellence Awards. She was also awarded as a top 100 healthcare leader in the world 2020 by the International Forum on Advancements in Healthcare. Nicole is a motivational leader who inspires people to be the absolute best that they can. She spent over a decade working her way up the corporate ladder in a global firm until she experienced the debilitating health consequences of a stressful work environment. After healing her body, she launched Balance by Nature in 2012 to inspire busy professionals to create more balance in their lives and thrive. Balance by Nature was recently awarded as one of the top 10 employee wellness companies in the USA 2020 by HR Tech Outlook Magazine and by Manage HR Magazine. The company was also awarded Most Innovative Corporate Wellness Company in the Western USA 2020 by GHP News and awarded Top 30 Most Reputable Companies 2020 by Silicon Review. Balance by Nature develops award-winning employee wellness programs that support physical, mental, and emotional well-being. These programs help corporations to create cultures of health with happy, grounded, and productive employees. Welcome to the podcast, Nicole. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so honored to be here. Yes, you just have like stars and crowns all over you, just all these awards. <laughs> well, it's been the wildest year. I mean, honestly, with so many ups and downs that have happened, one of the most amazing ups has been that we've won six awards this year in the middle of all this madness. So yes. it's, it's been an incredible journey. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Huge. So just so people can get to know the real you, why don't you tell us your story, like how you started out and how you got into doing what you're doing now? Yeah. So let me take a little deeper dive into my background for you. So um, as you briefly shared with people, I spent my career in the corporate world before I started my wellness company. So I had worked my way up the ladder at a global travel company which is so much fun. Like I loved working in the travel industry. I got to travel all over the world. I was leading this big international sales team. I was just doing so much and we were successful. We were having fun. We were making money. It was like, I was checking checking all the boxes, right? But the only downside with that was it came with a lot of stress and intensity, which I'm sure everybody can relate to in their own way, because it doesn't really matter what you do. Every single role has its own stress level that's associated with it. So that was fine for a really long time until my dad got sick with cancer. And then all of a sudden, not only did I have all the stress in the work life, but now I had all this stress in my home life too. And when all the stress was really hitting me from all sides, it eventually started making me physically sick. And for me, that stress manifested in my digestion. I developed an autoimmune condition of ulcerative colitis, which is I don't know if you've known anybody with that, but it's one of the most unpleasant (laughs) conditions that you can deal with. And, you know, it, I'll tell you from my own experience, when you don't feel good, it literally makes everything in your life so much harder. And I did what every good corporate professional does who has no time to slow down, which is 
to keep going, <laughs> keep on going, pop a few pills and just hope the problem goes away. And, you know, that lasted about a year. It's not sustainable. And after about that time, the health condition really degraded to the point that it started interfering with my ability to lead a meeting and affecting my ability to do my job and really impacting my quality of life. And I was kind of left with no option, but to take some time off of work. And as soon as I removed myself from a big source of stress and I started focusing more on my own well-being, the most miraculous thing happened. All my symptoms poof, disappeared. Oh. And for me, that was like a huge light bulb moment where I went, wow, you know, you can exercise, you can eat healthy, you can have the quote unquote healthy lifestyle, which I had always had. But if you have so much stress in your life, it's like none of the rest even matters. You know, and I knew my story wasn't unique because all my colleagues, they were suffering too, but in their own unique way, because stress affects everyone so differently. When we're in that stress state, our bodies are secreting, you know, the, the stress hormones, the cortisol, the adrenaline, and they literally attack every single part of our body. And whatever is the weakest point for you is how it's going to manifest. For, so for some people, it's the digestion. For other people, it's migraine headaches. For some people, it's insomnia, anxiety, depression, weight gain, autoimmune conditions, et cetera. And the truth is, is that busy professionals everywhere are already suffering from so many of these conditions and not even realizing the impact that stress is really having on how they're healing. And so I would see the same thing with every one of my corporate clients because we did corporate travel. So every client I would go see was the same story at every single office. Everyone's stressed out. Everyone is under so much pressure, you know, to perform. We all have, you know, a lot of workload. We're working long hours. You know, we used to have long commutes. Now, not so much. A lot of people working from home, but, um, you know, there's just so many different stressors and then you're supposed to have a life. So if you have an issue in a relationship or financial worries or a family member gets sick, it's the recipe for disaster with all that stress. So that's kind of what inspired me to leave my corporate career behind and start an employee wellness business so that I could help other busy professionals learn how to create more balance in their life so that they could continue to push themselves at a high level and thrive without burning themselves out. Wow. It almost seems opposite push yourselves at a high level and thrive. Mm -hmm. You know, so many of us are used to just push, push, drive, 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 drive. Yes. And, yes. you know, we don't slow down until we fall apart. Then we have to slow down because we don't have a choice. Right. That's right. That was exactly what happened to me, you know, because you didn't have a choice. And that was because I didn't have balance in my life at all. You know, it's like when you're burning the candle from both ends, and you're exhausted all the time, you know, you're working late hours, you're not getting enough sleep, you're running yourself ragged, it's going to wear you down. You know, there's, I've found that you can still perform at that high level, but you need to integrate enough kind of quiet nurturing moments in your day to balance it out. Because the idea of balance is two things in equal proportions, right? So if we have all these high stress moments in our day, the only way to achieve that balance is to give yourself enough like quiet, nurturing moments so that you can balance out that crazy, frenetic energy. Mm -hmm. and, and so many of us think, well, you know, I don't even have enough day as it is. I have so much I have to get done today. I don't have enough day. 
I don't have time to do my meditation because I, I have stuff to do. So totally. how and do we balance challenge. that? <laughs> yeah. And that's the biggest challenge. And quite honestly, the first step of it, it's a mindset shift, you know, because seeing I don't have time and I'm guilty of this too. Like I have a, so much on my plate right now, especially, but you know, it's what am I prioritizing in my life? You know, if I can be on Facebook for 30 minutes, I can certainly spend five minutes to do something that's nurturing for myself. I'm choosing not to, you know, but recognizing what that choice is. So that's kind of the first step is that awareness piece. But then it's doing simple baby things, like little things that you can do while you're doing other stuff. So it doesn't have to take more time. Like I love practicing in the morning, doing like a morning ritual, something that's just good. That gives you like that nice, positive way to start your day. Like the worst thing you can do is pick up your phone and start looking at your phone first thing in the morning, because that sets you in the stress response. There's nothing good on the phone. Like there's no good news that's coming (laughs) from there. You know what I mean? So why set that tone for your day? So instead come up with even five minutes of something that feels good to you, whether it's thinking of a few things that you're grateful for. I actually incorporate my gratitude practice into getting ready in the morning. So it doesn't take any time. Like I wake up and I'm like, Oh, thank you for this warm bed. I get to sleep in and thank you for my two feet that hit the ground. And thank you for my two eyes that get to see and take in the world. Right. When I turn on the water in the shower, I think, thank you for this hot, clean water that just comes out of the shower when I turn it on. And do you know how much of a miracle that is for people around the world that don't have that? It's like, we forget the little tiny things that you take for granted, like taking a shower is something really incredible. So as I kind of go through my morning, I start with that. Sometimes I repeat positive affirmations for myself in the shower. (laughs) So I can use that time to do something good. I'll like write them on the steam, like on the glass. (laughs) Are you doing the singing in the shower too? Happy too? <laughs> right? Well, I'll listen to happy music for sure. I'll uh-huh. definitely put on some happy music that like makes me feel uplifted. And music is an amazing way to like calm the stress response in the body. You know, we can all reach for music and something that just feels good, right? It's so amazing the power music has to like shift our emotions. That is so true. I love to put it on in the background. If I'm like up in my room at my desk, just working on something and just, you know, usually with no words, but some, some, um, you know, just instrumental music, it really helps to calm everything. Yeah. And some music is helpful to just focus. And there's other music when you're not working, obviously, to just get you pumped up and, Uh you know, for sure. It's an amazing thing. We actually just started adding music therapy classes into our wellness program that are led by these certified music therapists that teach you how to reach for music and moments of stress and, you know, how to use music to like stay focused at work, to improve your productivity, you know, to let go of um, just the, that stress state that we find ourselves in. It's been so much fun. It's something I never thought anyone would want. And then now that I started offering it, everybody wants it. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. And, and music can really change your mood. I think about, you know, roar or <laughs> eye of yes. the tiger or, you know, those things that make you just want to go, go, yes. go, 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 you know? Yes. So when you really have to get something done, but then those other times, like you said, when you just want to 
chill. Chill. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So that's an amazing thing. And you can, like you said, you can have music playing in the background without, you know, while you're doing something and that changes like your, your mood, it changes your energy. Another thing I use a lot of, I use a lot of essential oils too. Mm-hmm. Um, they're so incredible for shifting your mood. There's oils that are great for, for calming, for stress relief, for balance. There's other ones that are very invigorating that I like to diffuse in my office when I have to work and like really focus in because mm-hmm. there's some that'll just help wake you up when you're feeling that afternoon slump. And that's another like simple thing that you can just do in the background that doesn't take any extra time. That is an amazing thing that you can do for, you know, for your own well-being, just to stay feeling good throughout your day, you know? So do you have people put that on their bodies or just to, you know, put it into a mister and put it into the room? Yeah. So, um, I, I use this brand called doTERRA. These are certified pure therapeutic grade oils. So these are safe to use topically. And you can also put it in a diffuser and then doTERRA's oils are actually safe to take internally as well. But you have to be very sure with essential oils about the quality of an oil if you're going to use it that way, because most of the oils on the market are, it's a very unregulated market. You just don't know what's in it, even if it says it's pure. So you just need to be Mm -hmm. sure. But yeah, you can rub like this one is called adaptive. And I wish you could smell this through the computer because it's like amazing. So you could even just put like a drop on your hands and just smell it. You can rub it on the back of your neck. It's like just very calming. You can just put it in your diffuser and just have it in the background. And there's great oils for sleep and all kinds of different stuff. So it's just sort of a fun extra go-to for me, you know, during the day um, as part of my wellness routine. Yeah. So do you ever have people do any kind of exercise? Like in the morning, I'll do my meditation. Then I go for my walk. And, you know, a lot of times I'll listen to something positive or go over what I want or whatever my goals while I'm walking. Do you ever have people doing anything like that? Absolutely. And I love your morning routine. Like that sounds like a perfect way to start your day. You know, for some people, like you said, it's getting a little bit exercise. The morning is a great time to fit your exercise in. Obviously it's different for everybody, especially moms that are out there who've got little kids. I remember I used to wake up before I had my kids. I used to wake up and I do my yoga practice. I do all of this stuff. And then all of a sudden I was being woken up to have to feed babies and it all just (laughs) flip out the window. And then I had to fit it in wherever. And sometimes that wasn't even until nine o'clock at night. So you do your best, obviously, but the morning I love doing a little bit of movement, even if it's only for five minutes, you know, just something to stretch a little, you know, like our bodies have been lying in this prone position all night, mm-hmm. you know, so being able to just even like just reach your arms up and like stretch from side to side, shake your legs out, just something, but going outside for a walk is perfect. Or like a bike ride. I've been getting into that a little bit more during my breaks in the day. It's like even just a 10 minute bike ride around my neighborhood, you get some fresh air. You can kind of connect to nature. You get your body moving. Uh, But I love that you do yours in the morning and that you set your intentions at the same time so that you can have an intentional day. That's a really big deal. Yes. Yes. I I love doing that. It's not a long walk. It's just like 15, 20 minutes. I don't go long everybody's in a hurry. Right. So I just take my short little walk, but it really helps just being outside. Yeah, definitely. Connecting nature is one of the fastest ways to calm the stress response in the body. Also, 
you know, when we get in stress, because we're all up in our head, right? We're like thinking about something, something's bothering us. So being able to like reconnect, reground into nature, it's just so calming. It's so peaceful. And anytime that somebody's really feeling worked up, I always suggest going outside and taking off your socks and shoes and putting your feet directly in the grass. You know, put your feet in the grass or put your feet in the dirt or touch a tree or just like connect physically with nature just for five minutes and close your eyes and you will feel better every time. Yes. So what about mom? So you are a mom of young children. What is it? Yes. Two and five? Yes. Yes. You are a mom of young children and mm-hmm. you are doing all the, it appears you're doing all these things because you can't get awards <laughs> if you're not doing something productive. So you're doing these things. You're being a mom. What is your best advice for moms? Because sometimes we get overwhelmed. And I, I remember when I was younger, I mean, I, I was in a house that we renovated later, but I would stand at the sink and do dishes and fall asleep standing up. I mean, <laughs> what is your advice for people? <laughs> yeah. You know, being a parent right now is hard. It's really hard. You know, we're having to homeschool our kids, which is just a crazy situation. You know, I've got a five-year-old, so I'm doing virtual kindergarten, which I have got to be the craziest, you know, grade to have to do in a virtual environment. You know, he hates it. He doesn't want to do it. And I think part of it is because he has a younger sister, my two-year-old, who's playing with the nanny and he just wants to play with her. And I mean... Who would, I'd rather go play with them too than do virtual school any day of the week. So it's a battle. It's a battle every single time. And it's hard. Every single parent I've talked to right now is just going through this real intensity about how do I juggle my work? How do I juggle homeschooling these kids with less childcare or no childcare at all? right? Plus I can't go anywhere. I'm not used to being with my spouse 24 hours a day. So there's this whole, like, we're all stuck at home together kind of a thing for some families. And that can be really, really hard on top of just the normal stuff. As moms, we are so used to giving and giving and giving and giving and giving all the time, but we tend to give to ourselves the least. And that's the real challenge. You know, I, I wind up working a lot of evenings because I have to take care of my kids and I can't fit everything into like a traditional work day. That schedule doesn't work for me right now, especially doing, you know, virtual kindergarten. I mean, my goodness. So I wind up working late nights sometimes, but I have to balance this out. So what I wind up doing is giving myself other moments in my day that I can do something that makes me feel good that I can do something that's just for me. So even if like I put my kids to bed, if I know I still have to do a couple hours of something before I do that, I'll do something kind for myself. So I might do, you know, 10, 20, 30 minutes of yoga. If I can fit that in, that might be like a nice time to just read a book, read something that's inspiring, just do something that's good for me. Sometimes I just have dance party and I love dance party. Dance party Mm -hmm. just always makes me feel good. Um, but you know, it's different for everybody. You know, some people love to journal and just get, you know, messages out. Um, you know, it just depends on what you want to do, but I would say for the moms out there, just tread lightly, especially right now. And don't be hard on yourself for not being able to do everything perfectly because we can't, you know, like 
I've noticed for myself that I'm a better mom and I'm a better version of myself when I do prioritize my self-care. And on those days that I skip it, I can feel the difference. Like I notice that I'm not as patient. You know, I notice that like I'm more irritable, like little things might like bother me more. Whereas the days that I woke up and I took, you know, my 20 minutes to do a nice little practice for myself. And I did a little bit of meditation and breath work. I feel so much more calm and peaceful those days. Things kind of bounce off of my shoulders a little bit easier. You know, I'm not bothered as much by, by the little things. Cause kids have such a funny way of like pushing our buttons from time yes. to time, you know? <laughs> so at that, I can feel for sure in my body. Like I can feel the difference when I do it and when I don't do it. So that's a big piece. And then another piece of advice I have, and I actually shared this when I taught a training yesterday is doing a loving kindness practice for your kids. So one beautiful practice that you can do is you can close your eyes and take a few deep breaths in. I'm going to take a deep breath right now. And if you all want to take one collective deep breath with me, we can take a slow deep breath in and slowly exhale it out. And then what you can do is you can visualize as you breathe in, imagine your body filling up with this white healing light. And as you exhale out, imagine that light getting bigger. As you breathe in, imagine filling your heart up with this white healing light. And then what you can do is picture someone in your life that you want to send some love and some healing to. So sometimes if I lost patience with my kids, I might picture my son in front of me and I'll take a deep breath in and breathe this healing light into my heart. And then as I exhale out, I imagine sending this love, this healing light from my heart directly into his heart. Like as if there's, there's a little beam of light connecting my heart to his heart. So I picture his face in my mind. And as I breathe in, I imagine that this white light is growing inside me. And as I exhale out, I send that healing light into his heart. And I'll just do that for a few moments and just keep breathing that way and sending love and sending light and sending energy. And then when you're done, you just take another deep breath in and then you exhale it out and you just release that. And then you just open your eyes and you move on with your day. But what happens is when you do that practice, it feels very healing to yourself. And they feel it too. Like the very first time I did that, I had lost my patience with my son and I, we had had, you know, I had gotten mad at him and I was feeling so badly about it. And he had gone to sleep and I was actually taking a bath and was taking a bath and I was practicing this in the bath and no joke. I mean, literally within the, the 10 minutes and then I finished doing this practice, all of a sudden I heard him, he came running out of his room he came running out of his room and he came and he found me. He was like, mommy, mommy, I love you, mommy. I had a dream about you, mommy. And, and I just love you so much. And I was like, oh my gosh, my little buddy. You know, it's like he, they, people can feel that energy. It's just amazing. So it's a wonderful practice to do as a parent that you can, at the end of the day, especially on a day where you don't feel like you've been, you know, the best version of yourself that you could be, no matter who it was with, you can, you can do this practice of just like sending a little bit of positive energy, that love, that light, that healing into that person's heart. And it makes mm -hmm. you feel so good. 
And often the other person feels it too. And don't be surprised if you get a phone call from somebody, like if you just think of someone you haven't thought of in a long time and practice this for five minutes, you might hear from them the next day. They're like, oh, I was thinking about you. It's kind of an amazing, an amazing thing. That is really, really amazing. And when you, I, I, it sparked a question when you said the best version of yourself. So mm-hmm. I know, especially as moms or a lot of times as women, we don't, we are so hard on ourselves and we, yeah. we want to be the best versions of ourselves, but we don't always have patience with our own self. So how do we, come out as the best versions of ourselves, you know, maybe not stress-free, but (laughs) less stress, feeling happy, feeling good, feeling energetic. Yeah. One of the most powerful practices that we can do to become the best version of ourselves is to reconnect with who we really are. You know, we have these busy lives and it's like, we're running, we're running, we're doing, we're doing. One thing happens, another thing happens. And before you know, the week is over, the month is over, the year is over. And like time just spins and spins and spins. And we forget to take the time to reconnect with ourselves and discover who, who we are and what we want and what our purpose really is in this life. And when you can start to rediscover yourself, and have this dialogue and like start getting some of these answers, it brings on a whole different level of meaning for yourself. And life just starts shifting and you start feeling better. So one of the most amazing practices that I learned, I went down to Deepak Chopra Center. And this was like when I was just taking that stress leave of absence from work. So it was before I started my wellness business. And this was part of the catalyst to make that decision for me. And he said that there's three questions you should ask yourself every single day and that no one ever taught us to answer these questions, ask these questions. So we often don't have the answers and that's okay. But if you ask yourself any burning question, if there's ever anything you want the answer to, all you have to do is get quiet, close your eyes, take a couple deep breaths, and then put the question out there. Like with a real intention of wanting the answer, just put the question out there, just ask it to yourself a few times and then just let it go. And if you do it every day, answers start to flow. So he says, the first question we should ask ourselves every day is who am I? Who am I? Not this is my name and this is what I do, but who am I really deep down inside? Who am I? And so ask yourself that every day, every day and make it part of your morning. Just close your eyes, a couple deep breaths, sit out there. Who am I? Who am I? And then let the question go. And then the second question is, what do I want? What do I want? If I could be happy, if I could be fulfilled, what do I want? It could be, what do I want today? What do I want in my life? It seems so simple, but it's so funny how like we go through life and we forget to actually ask ourselves, what is it that I actually want? What would make me happy and fulfilled? You know, so many of us have just been on a path for so long and we just keep doing the same thing over and over and we forget to even ask ourselves if it's what we really want to be doing, you know, and that could be true about any aspect of our lives, whether you're talking about career, if you're talking about your home life situation, your health situation, you know, your mental state, anything, your finances, whatever. And so that's really powerful to get connected to that. And then the last question is, what is my purpose? What am I here to do? How can I serve? And so one of the things that Deepak says is that you can discover what your purpose is 
by figuring out what your passions are. So what is it that you're super passionate about? What are your special gifts? Because everybody has a special gift, something that they love to do. And you'll know what it is because these are the things that you just would do all day. You know, you'd give it away for free because it just brings you joy. You know, like you lose track of time when you're doing these things. He says, if you can connect to what that passion is, what that gift is of yours and find a way to use it to help others, then that's what your purpose is. And so when I first started asking these questions, I didn't know any of the answers. I just sat down and I just asked the question, one question, asked it a few times, let that go, asked the second question. So who am I? Who am I? Who am I? Let it go. What do I want? What do I want? Let it go. What is my purpose? What is my purpose? And then let it go. Took a couple breaths and moved on. I mean, literally the whole practice could be a minute, like Mm -hmm. one single minute in the day. Right. Um, But then what was amazing was literally within three weeks, all of the answers started flowing to me in moments of inspiration, in conversations I had with somebody that just said something that resonated in like the, this opportunity that just fell into my lap or an introduction that was being made. It's like, when you put out a question that you want the answer to, it's like the universe just conspires to give that answer to you. And everything is already within us. We just, it's a matter of remembering, right? Mm -hmm. So definitely like connecting to those three things, all of a sudden just brings you this different this different level of meaning and it allows you to kind of move in sometimes new directions. Um, sometimes it's just small little tweaks and shifts that we make, but it brings so much meaning into our life. And you can definitely show up feeling your best because you're doing things that bring you joy, mm-hmm. you know? And, and another like component of that is just gratitude, right? When you think of what you're grateful for, it puts you in this different energy. You know, every single emotion has its own energetic frequency and the lowest ones there are like fear and grief and depression, right? And it makes sense when we're in those emotions, we feel depleted, we feel low, we don't feel good. And then when we can start to be more in like a space of gratitude, love, appreciation, joy, then we're feeling really positive. So by thinking of things you're grateful for, it starts to shift you emotionally, energetically. It gives you more energy. It certainly helps you show up as a better version of yourself every day, regardless of anything else. Yeah, that's wonderful. And when you were giving the three questions, I thought, you know, one minute, anyone can do one minute. But sometimes when I think about we're sitting down, writing what I want, writing my goals, Mm -hmm. my purpose, it gets so huge. Yes. It's just like this big project. And he's like, oh, that that's stressful. But if all you have to do is just ask the question, let it go. That's it. Ask the question, let it go one more time. Yep. And let it go. And that is so simple. It's so anybody can do that. Anybody can do it. And you literally like, you'll start to get inspired. So, like things just start to come to you. And even as answers start to flow, you never stop asking the question. So even as you start getting answers about what you want, like what you want to focus on, what would bring you joy, you keep asking the question. So it's still my daily practice because it changes from time to time, the things that we want, right? Or, or so I'll put the question out and I'll say, who am I? And if an answer flows to me, I'll just repeat that answer in my mind, right? And say, thank you for it. And then I'll let it go. And then I'll go, what do I want? And then as I think about, I'll just think really quickly 
about all the things that just immediately, whatever's popping into my head, I'm not searching for those answers in that moment, but whatever comes to me, I just think it through and I go, mm, yes, thank you. And then the last, the last question. So it might take two minutes <laughs> once you start getting the answers. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. So let's go back to people actually at work. Let's say yeah. they're at work. Uh, for example, let's say they're in a call center. And so they're taking these calls all day long. Mm -hmm. You know, they only get a break on 15 minutes in the morning. Then they get to go to lunch for 30 minutes and they get 15 minutes. And it's stressful because they're taking one call after another. I'm just using that, using that as an example. But, right. you know, there's a lot of jobs like that where you're, you know, have one appointment after another. Like I'm an eye yeah. doctor. So I get one right after another. There's other jobs where they're like, even like in a factory where, you know, they're, they're moving, they're doing, how, how do people take the break without taking the break? Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense? There's a bunch of things you can do. So for example, like if you're talking about a call center or doing a call or anything like that, it's just doing one standing up even, you know, doing the next one, just stand up and have the exact same conversation you know, so that you just at least are getting a little bit of blood flow in the body. That's a big deal. If you have a headset, you can stand up and just put your hands behind your head like this, stretch your shoulders, you know, those elbows back a little bit, just to kind of like open this up. Cause as we're working, we have a tendency of hunching forward. So just kind of opening the chest. Like that takes me like three seconds to do. So there's definitely a number of different desk stretches that you can very easily learn that can literally be a 30 second, you know, just stand up. I mean, even just shaking out your arms and shaking out your legs, that kind of thing can be huge. Another thing I always suggest is, you know, practicing deep breathing when you're feeling stressed. It's probably the fastest way to calm the stress response in the body is by taking deep breaths. And the reason for that is that we normally breathe really shallowly with only 30% of our lung capacity. We don't think about breathing. It's just, we just do it in the background. But what's amazing about the breath is it's one of the few body functions that's automatic, but that we can also take control over, right? So when you take a full deep breath, what I'm doing is I'm actually filling my whole lung capacity. I'm bringing 70% more oxygen into the body, which allows the blood to circulate faster, which means my heart doesn't have to pump as hard. So as I breathe in deeply, my heart rate naturally starts to slow down. My blood pressure naturally starts to go down and it takes us out of the fight or flight stress response and starts the calming response in the body. So when people are on the phone, what I always suggest is something like this. Let's say you pick up the phone and it's that frustrating whoever on the other line. You're like, oh, <laughs> you can say, can you hold on a second? <laughs> Put the phone down for a minute. You know, take your deep breaths because it only takes three deep breaths to activate the parasympathetic nervous system. That's it. Three deep breaths and you take yourself out of the stress response into the calming response. So you take your three breaths up the phone and resume your conversation just feeling like a little bit more centered and grounded that that was that was huge <laughs> if, if people only take that one thing away right take us take a moment take three deep breaths yes yes amazing it literally like will calm you every time i always tell people one of the key things about stress reduction is number one building awareness about it noticing like 
how does stress affect you and your body? And what are the stress cues that your body is giving you? Because our bodies are speaking to us. We're just not listening to them. So are you grinding your teeth? You know, do you find your shoulders are starting to get kind of tight? Are you starting to tighten up a little in your chest? You know, have you noticed that like your stomach is kind of starting to not feel so great or you're just getting a little irritable, you know, you're kind of feeling like not in a good mood. Maybe you're just feeling that overwhelm, whatever way you're feeling, just pay attention and know that as soon as you're feeling that way, your body is in the stress response in that moment. And that is the time to take a break. That's the time to just stop whatever you're doing, whatever you're doing, whether it's, you know, doing work, whether it's doing something with your kid, um, you know, driving in the car, you keep the eyes open, obviously (laughs) you you could stop and just take three breaths. Like that's it. You know, just like you could just close your eyes. You can turn your chair around or you, if you're dealing with your kids, you can just, you know, walk into the other room for one second, you know, for literally for 30 seconds. And just close your eyes and take a few deep breaths. Like that's it. Reset yourself. That's why I always say it just resets your mind, just resets yourself. Yeah. So when you go into um, companies and you're doing these programs with them, you want to describe what you're doing? Yeah. So I work with companies of all sizes. You know, we work with big corporate giants, we work with small offices too, and anything in between. And what we do is we really want to find out what's happening at their business, what's going on with the culture, what's happening with the staff, what are stress levels like the people, and how is that affecting their morale, their communication, their collaboration, productivity, et cetera. And then I gather a lot of information from the employees just to understand how are they feeling right now? What areas of support do they really need? And what kind of interests do they have for different wellness experiences? And so I take all of this information and I customize a wellness strategy for that business with all kinds of fun, different wellness experiences. So our programs are really based on like five key things. The first one is fitness because you have to move your bodies, but we're not designed to be stuck in these chairs all day. So we've created a virtual gym because employees can't go to the gym. We bring the gym to them and we have a wide range of classes that we deliver live stream. Anything from like yoga, Zumba, Pilates through like boot camp and martial arts classes all the way to like West African dance and flamingo, you know, lots of fun stuff. And then um, the next piece is nutrition because people have to learn that whatever you put in your mouth is fuel for your body. So all the food that you eat not only affects your health, but it affects how you sleep at night. It affects your energy levels and it affects your mood. So, you know, giving that educational piece is really so important So we do a lot of interactive um, cooking classes right now where we teach people how to make healthy versions of things. And our nutritionists actually are standing in the kitchens and they're walking them through how to make stuff, which is really fun. Um, And then the third piece is stress reduction, which is probably the most important component, you know, especially in today's climate of everything that we've got going on. Um, So we do everything from like meditation classes, mindfulness classes, growth mindset. And then we've added some fun things in since the pandemic started. We recently started offering music therapy classes, which are so fun. We have these certified music therapists that teach people how to reach for music in those, you know, times of stress 
right? Which is super fun. Uh, we started doing laughter therapy, mm-hmm. laughter therapy classes and sound bath healing and Reiki healing, all kinds of things. I never thought my corporate clients would ever want ever. <laughs> and all of a sudden they're all into it. Everybody wants it. So it's been super fun. And then we do a lot of personal development and team building types of activities as well. So it just kind of depends on what their interests are and what they want to learn about and, uh, and what support they really need. So we tailor everything to each company. Wow. So if people wanted to engage you or have you come in, how do they get a hold of you? Do you have websites or um, how do they get a hold of you? Yeah, definitely. So the website is balancebynature.com. And you can find a lot, a lot more about the business that way. And you can get in touch with us that way. You know, the contact information is on there to reach out to us. And I'm always happy to have, you know, a conversation with anybody about what's going on in their business. And if they want to talk about, you know, a wellness strategy, I can share best practices of what I'm seeing in the industry and, and what people are really enjoying that type of thing. Um, other places you can find me, I'm really active on LinkedIn. So anybody is welcome to find me on LinkedIn and we can have a conversation over there. And I share a lot of different tools and all kinds of different fun things to help you feel good. Because at the end of the day, I feel like that's what I'm meant to do is just inspire people to feel good because it's good to feel good. Yes, it is good to feel good. Yes. So thank you so much for being on the podcast today and for all the tools you've shared. Just so generous with that. Thank you. I am so grateful. You know, one of the things I love about these conversations is you never know exactly what direction it's going to take and Mm -hmm. what kinds of topics are really going to come up. And I feel like something powerful that some listener was absolutely meant to hear is what wound up being shared today. So I'm grateful for the opportunity. Yes. Thank you. So I have one last question before we finish. What's your best advice on living an incredible, amazing life? Mm, you know, one of the best piece of the pieces of advice that I was ever given came to me when I was in high school. And he said to me, if you keep doing what you've always done, you're only going to get what you've already got. And that was just stuck with me. Like, if there's something that I want, I just have to change something in order to get it. Right. And so I feel like from a very young age that helped me embrace the concept of change and see change as a powerful, positive thing that can lead me toward, you know, getting what it is that I want. So really it's, you know, create a vision, get clarity on what it is that you want, you know, and just be willing to take that action, whatever inspired action comes to you, just take action and ask yourself, what can I do? because something will come to you every time. And then you'll be moving towards something beautiful in your life. That's awesome. Thank you so much. And we'll talk to you again soon. All right. Thank you. Thank you, everybody.